Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I am your host, Joe Oltman, and it looks like Max McGuire is frozen. Mr. Producer Max is definitely 100% frozen, so let's go ahead and pull him down for a minute. Look, we, we have a lot to go through. This is a, a powerful um, podcast. We have Ann Vandersteel that is with us. And we have sheriff candidate Todd Watkins that, are, that is with us. And he is running for sheriff in El Paso County, Colorado. But the thing that the reason why he's on, because we're going to talk about the border, is because he was a border control agent for, I think, 25 or, 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 or more years. So without further ado, we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and bring them on, Mr. Producer. And uh, we'll wait for, yeah, both. And then we'll wait for Max which I think they're probably going to have to – the issue is we set it up for four max pros. So there we go. We'll bring – what it says Lee Dundas on there. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> hey, your, your new name, Ann, is Lee I Dundas. I feel your pain. I, I, don't, I just was talking to Lee. It's all good. It's all good. I was texting her. Yeah, it's all good. Oh, it's so good to see you. I will bring on uh, Todd in a minute, so we'll just sit and talk. But you were at, you've been at the border. You've been at the border for a little yeah. bit and got some amazing video that we're going to be showing some of that. But tell us, about, tell us about what you saw there. Well, you know, Joe, thanks, first of all, for having me on. Appreciate it because the, the story about the border is not getting covered by the mainstream media at all. And uh, they'd rather look the other way and, and talk about how great the, the, the jab slab is or the clot shot or whatever but frankly what is going on down there is is just not even um it's it's i feel like i've now that i'm back in florida i feel like i left a foreign country down in mcallen texas the rio grande valley the border patrol has basically been turned into the welcoming committee for the illegals that are coming across the rio grande river where the river is maybe only 25 30 yards wide if that and they're coming across in rafts the cartels are on the other side waving we pulled right up to the water and there they are. You can see them. You could see how many they were of them and they waved at you and they just sent the flotillas over. Border Patrol is there to pick them up. Uh, you see a big show of force, a lot of Border Patrol trucks, helicopters buzzing around. But, you know, the name of the game is it's diversionary. They'll send four or five people over in a raft and a mile down the river is where the big payloads coming across. So it's really a distraction because once you identify there's people coming over the border patrol's policy is to swarm and so they send all their assets and meanwhile you know a mile down the river you've got a payload of fentanyl and and human trafficking and everything else coming across the border there as well so it's it's a show and it's not a good one at all yeah and you you had some pretty incredible uh video footage you took while you were down there as well and this is going to be exposing a lot I, i'm a little concerned that the erosion that people are actually following this, the people, people are actually going through this process of, of, in the border patrol of letting this happen. 
they're, they're, they're good with becoming the welcoming committee. Unfortunately, yes, because you know this is a paycheck to them. There are some really incredible Border Patrol agents out there that are standing up, though. They understand the oath of the Constitution that they took. And there was video that went viral last week where, uh, you know, Secretary Mayorkas of uh, DHS had his, you know, had the Border Patrol agents turn their backs on him while he was speaking to them. And rightfully so, because he is absolutely doing anything but upholding the oath to the Constitution, which is to protect we the people, the true the true government of this country that elects and pays the salaries of these of these individuals to protect us. And uh, in fact, they're being told they have to do the opposite. You know, so much so much of what we learned, Joe, was really listening to Tom uh, Homan, the former ICE director under Trump, who is going to yeah. come back if Trump comes back. Mark Morgan, listening to him, the former commissioner of the Customs and Border Protection Agency, another true patriot. They're just saying, look, we have the technology. We can finish the wall in three weeks. But more importantly, it's about the policies. You know, you can have all the firearm power and everything else, but if you don't have policies in place to either hold these people in custody, which will stop them in their tracks, or use, you know, Title Fortitude, the, you know, migrant protection policy or remain in Mexico, as it's more aptly called from Trump, and send these people back, um, we are failing as a country, uh, literally, and they have brought in millions of people and lots of video evidence. Good friends of mine got you know video evidence. These are people with turbans on their head. They're of Muslim descent. They're catching Syrians coming across the border now. They don't have our best interest at heart here. Um, and I got to tell you, I had a source yesterday, somebody from the intelligence world who's talking about the fact that they're chasing uh, something down from Pakistan and it comes in a suitcase. And that's all he'd say. And they're looking for it right now. Well, we, we had a story that I mean that that I haven't broken yet, but I'll tell you it's it was it's daunting to talk about that there's a known uranium um, broker who was arrested. He's from Ukraine, who is deeply connected to some of the the um, you know identity theft, voter fraud allegations that have kind of surfaced out of Ukraine and, and that area. Um, he's loose again. And he's a uranium salesperson. <laughs> salesman. Great. I mean, it's. <laughs> and none of this is connected to Uranium One at all, is it, Joe? There's no relevancy, nothing, I'm sure. It's just a quinky dink out there. Yeah, yeah I, think that, I think that as you start to look at overall the overarching problem that we have in our country, fundamentally, our, our entire society is just eroding to a place where we can't recognize it. Our education system, our communities, yes. the the lawlessness on the on the streets in big cities. This is allowing the elite to enter into this communist Marxist regime, and it all starts with just you know basically looking around. And as people, we just we're like, what do we do? I mean, there's, and you know, I know I get yelled at for saying the only way to do this is to stand up to it, but I don't I don't see another choice at this point because our leaders are just on both sides of the aisle. Well, this is one of your pillars, right? Yeah. This is one of your pillars, education. And uh, we really have an American identity problem. Dr. Keith Rose is uh, going to be talking to me tonight on Steel Truth about this. And I can tell you, we have a real identity crisis. And it's because we have been bombarded with identity politics. And we have a generation that's grown up believing that uh, everybody's a racist. You know, I mean, it's just that's the, the go to defense mechanism, if you confront them with the reality of a situation, they call you a racist. They don't even know, really know what it means. 
Um, and the, the fact of the matter is, if you judge a person by their color only, yes, that's racist. But if you identify them as a different color than you, but you judge them by the content of their character, that just means you recognize you're from different races. It doesn't make you a racist. Yeah. Uh, and this is, unfortunately, our country is so polluted mentally from the education system. Again, another agency that should never have been stood up in 1979 under Jimmy Carter, who needed another distraction during the 444 days of hostage crisis. We have now rolled our students up into this mind meld and uh, Soros, you know, meld of, you know, everybody's racist and we should be embarrassed about who we are. And frankly, we should embrace who America is. That's why people legally wanted to come here for so many years, because we're a great country and our principles and our founding father's words actually meant something. We are the great American experiment. I mean, I think what the last living constitution, you know, constitution, the longest living one has been 17 years and you have ours. It survived the test of time, but it is under such assault right now. And even Joe Biden the other day said, you know, the constitution what do they say? It, it you know it, we it makes changes or something Constantly like that. Evolving. He's it's insinuating Constantly it's supposed evolving. to change. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. No, it shouldn't. Todd Watkins, as a as a former border patrol agent, we were just talking a little bit about exotics. I know that there are a lot of <laughs> e exotics that were crossing the border. Isn't that the word that the agents use for them, or other than Mexicans? Um, there's different there's different terms well, for them. Uh, other other than Mexican actually evolved into a, a, a quasi official term. It just means anything other than a Mexican, which could mean, you know, Canadian, just it just any other yeah. uh, nationality. And really, that was that was used as uh, meaning that you were going to have to do a lot of paperwork. But uh, e exotic is a, absolutely that's a that's a very apocryphal <laughs> uh, term that we use to describe people who are not from this side of the hemisphere generally. And and are there are is that going up? I haven't seen the latest numbers from DHS. I know that they were up last year. Have you been hearing anything about the number of like non Central Americans crossing the border? So yeah, like so we're we're talking from the Eastern Hemisphere. I mean, let's be yeah honest. What we're talking about the ones that are over there. Um, I'm sure that number has gone up. It was it was inching up while I was still in. Uh, the fact that we've uh, you know, tacitly invited the entire population of the world to displace to the United States is obviously going to invite that. Uh, the smuggling mechanisms that were in the uh, the Middle East, uh, Syria, Pakistan, uh, Iraq, uh, Somalia, through 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 the the Sahel or the sub sub-Saharan Africa, were well well established uh, even during the Trump era. So there's they still exist. They they've got to be thriving now. I can only imagine uh, how much how much they're making on this. No no one's no one's removing them. And the government of Mexico, you know, without without a, a, a solid, firm, strong leader in the United States, is not going to care about uh, what happens at the U.S. border. They make money on this. They're going to let it all come through. Trump's the only one I ever saw in my 24 years that got the government of Mexico to comply, to actively attempt to try to staunch the flow coming through Mexico, that Mexico is the throughput for everything. But but that's over now. Um, AMLO is just going to let it all roll right through. Wow. So, so we have some cuts that I want to play that 
frankly, and you, uh, I want you to uh, maybe give us a play-by-play -play as we as we play some of these or, or give us some commentary afterwards. This is vi video footage you took at the border, correct? Correct. All right, so, so let's play, if we can, play cut one. Ladies and gentlemen, you are looking at beautiful Mexico. That's right, this is where the illegal immigrants who really are not immigrants at all. They are criminals that come across our border, leave their trash, their refuse, their IDs, their backpacks, whatever they needed to make the journey across, and they leave it there. Now, what is quite interesting is it's illegal to dump trash right here as an American citizen. If I throw a wrapper out that I have in my pocket right now from a granola bar I ate just minutes ago on this bus, I can be arrested for that. But yet illegals coming across the border who are criminals, who are being sponsored by cartels to come over here because they're trafficking children or drugs or both, can leave their refuse and be welcomed in this country, $200 in a plane ticket anywhere they want to go in the country. This is Joe Biden's America. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's fact. We're sitting there, you know, standing right there in McAllen, Texas. And uh, this is just uh, maybe a, a few hundred yards from where the uh, the river is, where the wall is open and they're coming across and they've also got you know tracks where they're coming through from there. And you just look and you see litter everywhere. I've been down to Arizona's border as well with the wall ends there and the cartels. We have trail cameras set up all over and we have hundreds and hundreds of hours of footage. And you go and you walk on these trails and that's the same thing, trash everywhere. Um, I'm sure Todd can talk to the humanitarians that come and leave food and water and supplies along these known paths for the drug mules and the trafficking mules to have food and water supplies to make the journey from Mexico into the United States and then on to their final destination. And it's it's real. And I mean, when you run into these humanitarians, you look at them and you go, what are you doing? And they don't understand why we're upset about it. So, I mean, if, it, it, to me, it's just such a conundrum and the hypocrisy um, absolutely knows no bounds with these people on both sides, whether it's the cartels doing it or it's the actual people that are funded by the NGOs, Soros, et cetera, that are these bleeding heart liberals that simply don't understand that they are increasing the amount of fentanyl coming in this country that's killing upwards of 100,000 people a year, in addition to the forced labor, the child sex trafficking that they're encouraging by providing a safe passage with food and water along these trails to bring these people in. I mean, it's, you know, Todd, I got to ask you, because when I left McAllen, Texas on an airplane, I am, I have a quad S on my, on my TSA. So now I've lost pre-check status. So I get basically um, very invasively patted down, everything gone through. It's an extra two hours every time I fly. And the TSA, for the first time ever in my experience, were apologizing to me to put me through this. And I, I had to look around me and realize why. Because it, the entire airport was full of illegals and cartel members trafficking these illegals that had gotten their plane tickets. And I have video footage of it on the plane, proving that these are people being trafficked by cartel members. So it's just like mind blowing that I'm the domestic threat here, you know. <laughs> so, so I was. Well, Todd, I, let me let me ask you this part because we're, I want to play the the bit on the airplane. Uh, when I saw this news, Todd, I instantly thought of you because you've been on the podcast so many times talking about catch and release. We just saw at the border all the people dumping their bags. Dunk. They're mainly dumping their identity documents because they don't want to be documented. They want to yeah. be undocumented. <laughs> Then they hit this problem, as Ann just mentioned, they get to the airport, but they don't have their documentation. 
So TSA is in a weird position. Oh, how do we check their ID if they just threw it on the other side of the border? Todd, I thought of you when I saw this break a week or two ago that TSA is with is now letting illegal aliens use their arrest warrants as ID. So they dump their yeah. ID on the Mexican side. They can use their arrest warrant. They won't execute the arrest warrant, right? They won't arrest them, but they will let them use it to board a commercial airline. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> a couple months before I retired, we uh, I I actually provided uh, input commentary on a uh, on a policy memo that was going around. It, it it came from TSA, and it was literally TSA asking. And mind you, this is so. This is back, you know, in the springtime, right? So shortly after the the the, the Brandon administration uh, took office, they 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 were they were asking us, "Hey, what do we do with all these all the all the illegals?" Of course, we're not calling them illegals. They're you know, refugee. I forget what what. Uh, limp-wristed uh, term they used for this but uh they they wanted to know what do we what do we do where we need to move them around the country we, how do we let them on a plane is there is there some document that that you could that that could be provided and um you know i think i was the only one that actually you know you know said the emperor has no clothes on this is you realize that these people have no I identities when they come here they dump their phones they dump their ids <clears throat> there's there's probably you could probably make an island out of all the passports and and uh, as and cedulas in uh, down uh, between uh, colombia and panama when they when they dump them there in the in that gulf of uh, uh i can't remember the name now but uh, before they get into the into the Darien, and then yeah, right right across the other side of the Rio Grande, there's just piles of this of this stuff. So when we get when we get them, we'll roll their fingerprints, and there's this very very expedited processing that we have now. We're not because we all know they're not going to come back to court. So I don't know that it's I'm not for sure that it's the arrest warrant, the 286 that they're handing them, but it's probably just a uh, an abbreviated 213. So literally their identity is what they tell me it is that's it that's all i know is he says his name is you know juan fulano de tal and there you go and his birth date is january 1st of how old do you look 30 let's subtract 30 years and uh that's that's what you get that's all it is and uh i i sent that response back and boy tsa didn't say anything because that was how did they cover that up so you have we have to pr provide you know, real identity that's provided by an actual U.S. Uh, government uh, credentialing authority. Mm -hmm. They considered us to be a credentialing authority. And I pushed back on that. I said, no, we're not credentialing anybody. We don't know who they are. Absolutely not. Well, we I, I have nothing. the specific forms. I have the specific forms that they're allowed to use. They're allowed to use the ICE form I-200, which basically says you are commanded to arrest and take into custody for removal yep. proceedings uh, under the Immigration and Nationality Act the above name alien, and they're allowed to use ICE form I-205, which states, I, the undersigned officer of the United States, by virtue of the power and authority vested in the Secretary of, of Homeland Security under the laws of the United States, um, command you to take into custody and remove from the United States the above named alien. So the forms that they're yep. giving these DHS Google. officials are telling the DHS officials, deport this person. Like, here yeah. you go. The minute you hold this, you are you are empowered by the Secretary of Homeland Security to remove right. this 
illegal alien from the country and no one in dhs who would be empowered to do this right that's it's get out of jail free card it says here do it take him in instead they're saying oh this this proves your identity now go on the plane it it doesn't it doesn't yeah told us what their name was Ah. and they told us I, I want to interrupt really quickly. Janet Napolitano, you know, she was she was in charge of DHS, right? She was also the former AG for Arizona. She's also known as the Arizona Mafia Queen. Um, she has been reported by Jeff Peterson numerous times, a gentleman who had his own social media company that he sold to Rick Scott for a lot of money. And he took his money and funded back in uh, the Obama and you know, early Obama days and Bill Clinton days. He was a big supporter before in 2016. He, he learned a lot from the Salinas family and Nexium and all of this to walk away and become a Trump supporter. And he's very outspoken now. But he talked a lot about Janet Napolitano and how, you know, just because of the, the amount of corruption affiliated around that woman and who she's known, been known to uh, meet with uh, the Salinas family, Jeffrey having flown her down to Mexico in uh, undisclosed locations and they'd go down there for several days and she would disappear and then come back. So this doesn't surprise me at all that DHS has these policies and they have these forms that sound great, but they're being used by the TSA, an organization under DHS as identification because the entire thing is completely corrupt. Her relationship with the cartels is through and through Department of Homeland Security. And just like all of these agencies that have these feel good names, right? They have the exact opposite consequence of what their name says they're supposed to do. And so we are, if anything, are being raped and pillaged by our own federal government and the administrative state, which is wholly unconstitutional. I think we have to like really just call this out for what it is. Yeah, uh, 100%. Um, I remember when uh, Janet Napolitano uh, came to be S1 uh, during the Obama administration and it it started sliding from there. Uh, I would I would say that it, at least under the Obama administration, they had to de- they had the decency to only uh, cut the heel of ICE, the internal enforcement. They left the border security uh, apparatus pretty much in place. We we didn't catch and release so much back then. We would hand them to ICE and then ICE would release them. So they at least had the decency to make it to make it look like we were providing border security and we were also we were apprehending everybody and handing them over to ice um that that's that's done uh trump interrupted their timeline and now it's a full court press to uh to to basically disintegrate the the fabric of this country and they're doing it by letting the entire population of the world displace here and we are literally letting them go giving them a prepaid debit card and flying them if they don't have a vacation destination in mind we'll we'll help them out florida how yeah. about colorado so we're, we're flying them all over the place that's right and uh, and, and the uh, paperwork get, 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 show, show their deportation order to tsa that'll really that kind of yeah. twist the knife as they stick it in you know yeah, gonna step in here uh, real the whole quick thing is, uh, going to step in here real quick. Guy, get an ad read through. This podcast sponsored by AirMed Care Network, premier insurance plan to cover you and your household should anyone need to be airlifted to a hospital for a medical emergency. Um, AirMed Care Network, it's pretty simple. $85 gets you coverage for your whole family for one year. 
And should anyone need to be airlifted, you won't pay one cent for that flight as long as you're flown by an AMCM provider. Without this coverage, it can cost tens of thousands of dollars. It, can, it has bankrupted families before because when seconds count, when lives are on the line, you don't think about money, but eventually that bill does come due. Air Medicare Network exists to make sure you don't have to worry about it. And as a bonus for our listeners, when you sign up using the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and then use promo code daily, they're going to give you up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. It's free money. So again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. So, so I have awesome. a question. I have a question. They drop their passport and IDs most likely because the name that they're giving to Border Patrol is not their real name. Or real address, or real, so they can just have somebody just take that ID, or they can just have somebody send them a new ID, or they just take up a new identity in the United States, mm-hmm. and there's nothing That's we right. can do about yes. it. They, I mean, it, it seems to me it, it, it's my my mind just can't I can't wrap my mind around the fact that good people would let this happen, that good people would let somebody come across the border with little kids. Right. And, and and use those little kids. And we don't even know where those little kids end up. I mean, yeah. no. and this is a serious problem with, with sex crimes against children. They don't have a name. They don't have a, a, a social security number. They don't have a date of birth. They don't have a birth certificate. They don't, it's as if they don't exist. And so the easiest right. way to, to harvest kids and to use them for, for sexual deviancy or organ, uh, I mean, we, we just, it, this is terrifying to know that these yeah. kids are, are not just potentially going through it, but we know it's happening. Right under our noses, yeah. we know it's happening. And we want to act like we care about these kids, but these people that, that are evil, they don't care about kids. So, so what do we do? What, how, how? I mean, how do we put ourselves in this position? It's just a lack of sensibility. I mean, it, this uh, is it's manufactured. Frank, sorry, go ahead, I, I, you know, not not to jump on jump on the Trump bandwagon, but um, again, I'll say it: in the 24 years I served, Trump had it under control. He had that is the best, most orderly uh, border I had ever seen in my 24 years, and uh, we we hit our high water mark on apprehensions during the Bush administration in the early 2000s. That was the the busiest and most out of control the border had been until now. This is all policy. It, there, there is there is nothing that we can't fix. Absolutely nothing. And you could do it with the stroke of a pen or just a phone call to use Obama. It had the pen and the phone. That's how he was going to govern. Well, mm-hmm. call us and tell us to go back and, uh, and do your job. That's it. The, those simple three simple words to the Border Patrol. Do your job. And this all ends. Now, I don't know how we fix what already got through. I don't, I don't know that... Uh, I don't know how you go about re- removing the people that are already in and nobody's keeping track of, uh, of where they've gone or where they are, but you can definitely stop the hemorrhaging at the border by simply telling us to do our job, catch these people, throw them back over the fence. Uh, uh, Ms. Vandersteel mentioned uh, Title 42 earlier, which is, and just a, a, a distinction, the remain in Mexico or the migrant protection policy uh, protocols. That was a that was an actual uh, executive order. Title Forty Two is the public health. That's the expulsions that we uh, we were using to say nope. There's a you know the Black Plague is everybody's going to die. So we just threw everybody back over the fence with that. It, just un, kind of unceremoniously. 
it reminded me of my the the early part of my career where we everybody got a, a ride back to Mexico within hours. That's pretty much what they're doing just under Title 42 instead of immigration, Title 8. Um, that that uh, that slows it down. You, you'll, you'll chase them again the next day. But at least if we start pushing everybody back over the fence and all these uh, these 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 fake uh, asylum claims, we can also really tighten up asylum, what, what qualifies for asylum and stop playing that game. But uh, the remain in Mexico had a very chilling effect to illegal immigration. Nobody wanted to come here, get their fingerprints taken and sent to camp out in Mexico. So they kind of stopped Mexican coming. Refugee camp. That's yeah. Just do that. Just do that again. And this will all end. And we can, Joe, we can get into the, the, the mind, the unaccompanied juveniles and even the, the accompanied juveniles and the family uh, unit stuff. Cause that, that's, that's, they're very, very vulnerable. And I know it's being exploited. I know it's being exploited. Well, you, you mentioned that we can't, we can't undo what's already happened. And that's why they're doing it the way they're doing it. I mean, even without a border wall, we used to have another kind of wall, which was the interior of the United States. So sure, even if someone crosses the border and they get to El Paso, or maybe they make it up to San Antonio, without money, they're not going to be able to get to the interior of the United States. It, it, it's going to be very hard for someone without any assistance just to make it from El Paso to New York City or El Paso to, to Chicago. But now you have the Biden administration not just catch and release, they are catching them and then they are paying what we just talked about, putting them through commercial flights, but they're also putting them on chartered plane flights. So they, the federal government yes. is hiring entire like commercial airplanes, loading them full of illegal aliens, flying them around the country in the dead of night, uh, landing in airports in the middle of the night when security is not there or it's minimal. The police have no idea what's going on. And they just unload these illegal aliens onto buses and the buses just go in all different directions. I know you've both seen the I'm sure you've seen it, too, Joe, in Westchester, New York. This happened back in August and police officers questioned the federal contractors and said, what are you doing? Airports closed. You can't just land here and have people walking around on the tarmac because that's what they were doing. The airport's closed, so they bring up the, the steps to the airplane, and the illegal aliens are just walking around the tarmac. That's a secure airport. You can't just do that when there's no police present. And there was a chilling line from one of the contractors admitting to the police officer that they have to keep it secret because it's something to the tune of, and we can, we can listen to it here, something to tune of, if the American people knew what was going on, knew the treason that was happening here, they would be completely outraged. I want to play that quick clip from it was back in august but it finally just got released this this past week miss bruce let's play cut five no like i said a lot of this is just no i i get it i just like i said stuff that we don't tell people because what we don't want to do is attract attention we don't want the media yeah like we don't even know where we're going when they tell us yeah right. obviously i get the whole secrecy and all this shit, but this is even about my yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And why? You know why? You know why. Yeah, I know, but why? why? Yeah. No, but uh, what's what's the big secret? Everybody knows it's happening. You know why? Because if it gets out, the government's betraying the American people. 
Whoa. If it gets out, people realize that the government's betraying the American people. That's right. Yeah. I mean, we've got a, we got what 150,000 unaccompanied minors that the government will admit to of which Biden has lost 42% of these kids and not lost you, they, I, they ran away they exactly <laughs> exactly but, but they're they no, no no longer trackable no longer traceable we don't know what their names are we don't even know who these people are any of these people are that that are coming in our country and yet you know I can show you video of my flight home on American Airlines with a cartel gang member trafficking families with their red cross blankets i mean we have it right on video i can see the gang sign on his arm on his hand so i mean it's uh this is out in the open it's in our face and they don't care this is all about their networks the way these people have made money governments all around the world forever and I, we talked about this when i covered fast and furious this is like just part of the a small part of their network highway of moving things commodities around the world whether it's guns people drugs cash whatever they have their networks and they have their teams of people and this is just what's going on in this part of the world and yeah there's multiple agendas happening here to dilute our voting electorate to steal elections to do harm to our country to engage in in, in child sex trafficking to move drugs and you know kill americans through chinese jihad of, of you know weaponized fentanyl etc cetera, etc cetera. there's a lot going on here but they're just using networks they've had forever including our own u.s embassies which you know, in, in child uh, child protective services is all part of it. It's all working hand in glove together. This is just criminal at every level, and it comes directly from our federal yeah. government. There's no question if, about it if whatsoever. Any us, if any of us showed up at Westchester Airport in the middle of the night when security was gone, and we decided that we wanted to take a walk on the tarmac, we would at the very <laughs> least get approached by police and be forced to identify ourselves. And if, if right. our form of our identification was an arrest warrant, we would be arrested. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not, it's funny, but it isn't because anyone right. who wants to attack this country now knows you can get onto the tarmac and all you have to do is say, no, hablo inglés. I don't have any paperwork. And they'll bring you there. They'll bring you right through. Forget and about the no fly list. Get, exactly. It's like a monopoly board. It's like a monopoly board. <laughs> so we're well, there. Go ahead. Sorry, oh, he's Todd. Lost. He's try, try again. So we're we're the terrorists now. Yeah. Yes. They they yeah. turned it on. Freedom fighters. Uh, yeah, and the uh, what you just witnessed there is called alien smuggling, punishable under eight USC one three two four, and the U.S. government is not just complicit in it; is absolutely guilty. Uh, of alien smuggling and there should be a RICO case opened up that includes the DHS, HHS, uh, geez, CPS. who else did I find in this? Well, CPS. And, and that, that contractor, you know, God, God bless him for telling the truth on that, on that video, but I'll be, I'll, I'll be the, I'll be the jerk here. Hey, Jack, don't fly the plane. Doctrine of the lesser right. magistrate say no. You just participated in an alien smuggling event for money. Okay, so hold on a second. Let me let me back up for time out. I'm hitting the time out. Time out. I understand that you can do that, but do you know why people don't do that? Because they uh, want the money. They want the money. Yeah, there's, a re there's a reason. The fear of loss. Fear of loss. Not willing to make sacrifices. I, I got to tell you. I, I'm in the middle of this this whole fight, and the fear of loss for me doesn't exist. 
But the consequences for standing up have been grave. They've been tremendous. I've lost sleep. I've lost friends. I've lost m lots of money. I've lost reputation because they could say whatever they want about me. I, I've lost. And frankly, I look at these people and they're not willing to lose because of the examples of what they're doing to everybody else and the fact that people back down. Right. We're, we're in a state of lawlessness, Todd. You're basically telling me we're in a state of lawlessness, that, that laws yep. don't matter anymore. They can pick and choose. Then we've already lost our country. We, we just have to come to the conclusion we've lost our country and then do something about it. And the consequence is already there. The, 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 the battle lines are drawn. Both sides. Republican. Go ahead. Sorry. Didn't Anna. we Go pledge ahead. our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor some time ago and scribbled something on a piece of paper about 250 years ago? We did. I mean, frankly, I think we're there. We got to reread the documents and look at the first couple of paragraphs of the Declaration of Independence because the government we have is a democracy and it's the wrong mob in rule right now. We've lost the republic at this point. If we continue, as we continue down this path, our republic is not a republic, it's a democracy. It's really more like socialism going right into communism. And it's, it's frightening as, as all get out. And when they start making us the, the enemy, we're the domestic terror threat because we're speaking up to our First Amendment rights as enumerated in our Bill of Rights and given to us by God, not the government. That makes us the domestic terrorist. Then you know we have a real problem. 52 cents on every dollar goes to the government right now. For you what? Rent your, you rent your house from the government because you have right. to pay property taxes on your house, which means you don't own it. I mean, we have to get to that place where we recognize that we're already slaves. And that's a yeah. hard word for people to understand. I'm not a slave. I'm free. Because you get to walk down the street. You have to yeah. pay to do that. Are you allowed to go out and hunt for your own food? No. You have to pay someone $100, and then they get to tell you what time you can actually go out there and hunt. Oh, and then that's, and that's the least of our worries. Everywhere you go, there is this oppressive pushdown on the American people. And anytime you step out of line, they punch you in the face every single time. And then they don't enforce the laws. And now we're at this place where, God forbid, I, I, can't, even, I can't even fathom it, but they've lost track of 40% of the kids. Is that right? It actually yeah. gets even worse than that. It gets even worse I than mean, that. That's we've, been what about the, we've been talking about the arrest warrants, being able to be, use them to get on a plane. It was just revealed today that, that between March 21st, 2021 and January 10th, 2022, DHS released a total of 164,584 what they call non-citizens now through prosecutorial discretion, basically saying, oh, we're going to release you. Each one of these should have been given. Well, they should have been detained. But if you're going to release them, they should have been given a notice to appear, an NTR, giving them a date and a place where they would go before a judge. But of that 164,000, only 94,000 were released with an NTR, meaning that 70,000 545 illegal aliens were not were released without any documentation no arrest warrant right. no notice to appear they were just set loose as if they never even crossed the border they were never even apprehended so it gets worse i mean th this is they're they're doing this top to bottom it's not just that right. the illegal aliens are skipping their court dates they released over seventy thousand of them last year and didn't even give them a court date i i i would 
I, I argue that the 70,000 is a very, very conservative number. Um, what was, what were the final numbers, uh, for, uh, for 21? It was close to 2 million, right? That we encountered. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, 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 I tracked these numbers right up to the, uh, to the end of my, um, to the end of my career. Uh, we were, I was also tracking all the, the COVID exposures and the positive tests and all that, that, which was complete, you know, BS. But, um, if you looked at the day, the, the daily weekly numbers, like I did, approximately half of whatever that daily pull was was uh processed under title eight that meaning that we didn't they didn't get the uh migrant protection protocol or they weren't title 42 meaning the, the the expulsion for 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 the pandemic right so the other half of that that was processed under title eight um they were released so just just I, I mean, just quick, you know, haphazard kind of math here. Of that two million that came in, um, Max, Joe, and I would, I submit to you that nearly half were released. Yeah, we're, we're like half it's are, it's it's far they greater. Re they get released with, with different kinds of documentation. I don't, I don't yeah, even want to. I don't even want to. Right, I don't even want to talk about people getting released at the border for any other reason any other reason than the trafficking of children. I mean, let's just talk about that problem. These are, we're all grown men and women, right? We, we've lived fairly good lives. Max is the youngest, right? He's our millennial and the bunch. <laughs> Sorry, we talked about that last night. Uh, but we've lived good lives. All right. Would, would we have wanted to go through being trafficked? Oh my God. Absolutely not. I mean, the, I feel terrible for these people because they're being lied to by the cartel. Uh, when they come over, they think they're coming here for a better life. And in fact, they have no idea. It's, it was never more evident to me than seeing it with my own eyes, standing in line in TSA, surrounded by illegals. And everybody had brand new backpacks, tennis shoes, sweat hoodies, jeans. I mean, it was, they had nicer clothes than I was wearing traveling home. And uh, the cartel is with them. And you know that these people are going to be put into some sort of forced work, whether it's child sex trafficking, forced labor, uh, sweatshop manufacturing work, whatever it is, this is their life. And they have no idea. They think they're being, you know, they all look happy and starry eyed, but they have no idea what their life is going to be because they just were lied to. They didn't even, these people had never been on an airplane. They're sitting there fumbling around trying to figure out how to read 27B for their seat. And they didn't know how to deal with it. They had no idea. They all had their little blue see-through uh, folders with their paperwork and in it instructing them. And they were showing these things to people. Is this where I go? I mean, it's this is just incredible. It's really, it's so sad, actually, because while you're upset at the situation, you're, you feel bad for these people at the same time. And the person you want to do something about is the guy with the gang sign on his wrist and you want to take him out. Um, but of course, you know, the mask Nazis on the plane are telling you to sit down and shut up. I mean, it, the whole thing is a machine. It's a well orchestrated machine and big, big, big tech, big industry. They're all in on it because they're all getting paid. And the end uh, you know, to that point, a little straying away a little bit from the, 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 the sex, the child trafficking, but also it, it really needs to be pointed out that as guilty as the government is and complicit in facilitating this, you know, who's making the real big money are the cartels on the South side. We are funding 
these terrorist criminal organizations that are better equipped and and probably better capable than our own law enforcement agencies along the border. Look at the CJNJ, CJNG. They 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 look like they 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 look like a mechanized infantry unit, um, mm-hmm. armored vehicles, uh, you know, heavy weapons. Uh, their full full kit and uh, they they mark their vehicles like police vehicles. Tell me who's actually in charge of that country. We're making them billions and billions of dollars. We are. This is treason. This is aid and comfort to the enemy. One hundred percent. And we're still moving the weapons down there, guys. I mean, we've reported on this for years now. There, we're still moving military grade weapons to Caborca, Mexico, through our own custom and border protection entry points, truckloads full of them out of Arizona, where this uh, original, uh, the point of origination for the equipment is out of uh, Nevada, Fallon Naval Air Station. And these this inventory is going through to Caborca, and then there it's being met, met at the point um, of delivery by a man of uh, Middle Eastern descent and a U.S. Uh, government employee, and they're loading the merchandise on a train headed east to the Gulf of Mexico, where this inventory is then being sent overseas. This is just weapons trafficking on steroids. But I mean, you know, guys, we also what happened in Afghanistan, and we're already seeing us, we're loading up munitions and sending it to Ukraine and worrying about their border, spending billions of dollars to sh- fortify their border against this fake war. But, you know, this is, they've now gotten so a brass. They don't care. They're out in the open trafficking what they want because the money is just flowing in all directions. So everybody's profiting and it's at the expense of us, specifically the American taxpayer. It's just so horrific on so many levels. I, I'm just wondering, when are we going to stand up? Like literally stand up? When? It, I mean, Todd, when do you think Border Patrol is going to say, I'm not doing this anymore? I'm just not. I mean, we need like a 75%, I, 80% Border Patrol agent turnout to say, I'm not doing this. I don't know. I, I thought they would have a while ago, but um, my estimations as to the, uh, the the tolerance and the complacency of not only my you know my 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 brothers in green, but but just the American people. I I've, I've been off. I, I thought the line was a lot further back. Um, I actually wrote a, a, a letter, an open letter to the men and women of the Border Patrol and to the people of Texas, exactly about this. I think I wrote it in either September or October. I'll I'll, I'll I'll send, I'll shoot uh, Mr. Producer a copy of it if you want it, Joe, Max, anybody. It's, uh, but it says, I'm saying exactly that. Uh, you've done everything that you can. This administration is, it's, it's treasonous. It's criminal. Walk away. Don't support this anymore. Walk away and join us out here in the Patriot Movement. And let's take this country back into, to the people of Texas. You don't have to take this. The border, our country, our sovereignty does not belong to the government. It belongs to we, the people, the the government, our government that we formed with a contract through the Constitution has violated the terms of the contract. It is not just failing. It is refusing to do its job. It, the sovereignty of this country belongs to us, to we, the people. Take it back. You don't have to stand there and watch this. Go down there and stop this. That's I, I firmly believe that. I welcome that day. Max, go ahead. So, well, so we're we're gonna throw, we're we're gonna show the clip and of you on the plane because I, I wanna I want everyone to see this because it really is stunning. But before we do, Joe, do you want to mention our other sponsor of the show, Enter Force? Yeah. So our other and, sp- sponsor, and, and I was involved. gonna have you put this out there. We're we're donating a bunch of money to the prisoners 
of uh, our political prisoners. And we had nice. our sponsor do this shirt sold Free the People, 1-6-2021. And uh, Max, if we, can, if we can put Max's screen up so we can oh, do this, we, we partnered up with Enterforce. You can buy the shirt. You can save 10% off by using CD10. That's Charlie David 10. Uh, you can win this 2021 F450 crew cab um, with a trailer and a quad on it as well, as well as $20,000 cash, and you're buying a T-shirt and supporting our political prisoners and a certain amount of the proceeds on their side. Our proceeds will go to the political prisoners in on January 6th, but I want to see everyone wearing these shirts, and it's free our people um, shirts, uh, and you have the opportunity to win. You can also use a CD21 to get a 1,000 extra entries in to win this truck. I would really like to see... Uh, a, a patriot win this truck. This would be, uh, and then if you don't want the truck, just call me. I will buy it from you because <laughs> it is a pretty <laughs> bad to the bone truck. But you can use Looks promo code CD10 for 10% off or use CD21 for an extra thousand entries. Go to Enterforce, E-N-R-F-O-R-C-E.com. And guys, listen, I want to see everybody wearing these shirts. Yesterday was a big day and I'll send you the the, the thing on this, but um, I'll push our, it. Our goal is to get to where we can give ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars to um, the political prisoners and help Jake Lang, who's on a hunger strike right now. Um, you know, for those of you that don't know, twenty-three days he's going to be on a hunger strike, and they're threatening to put him in an infirmary and force him to eat. And he's like, "I'm not going to do it. You're going to have to. You're going to have to basically. I'm not doing it. I'm not eating. I'm not drinking. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. He's going to do it for twenty-three days." just to, to get to the, to the bottom of how they've abused our political prisoners. There's a case of rape where they raped one of our political prisoners that is coming out that they're trying to hide right now. We're trying to get to the bottom of it. We know that there's some validity to it because they're hiding it. As we start asking questions, they don't want to release those questions. So really important. And, and just before we out. step away from it, I have to add the legal disclaimer. Technically, no payment or purchase is necessary to enter or to win, and a purchase or payment will not improve your chances of winning that truck. Got to make sure we add that to the end. Oh, that's <laughs> right. It's a sweepstakes deal. Yeah. That's a great That's a great offer. Yeah. I'm getting my t-shirt. Well, and... and it's, yeah, and so we have, we have the video. Yeah. Let's we have the video because we're, we're almost out of time. Um, and set this up. You're on the plane and you're noticing that there's lots of people being trafficked on the plane that they've never been on a plane before. Set up the clip. Yeah, so that's exactly right. I, I was stunned to just see how completely out of touch these people were. That it was, it was making the entire boarding process a complete cluster. There was one nice man sitting in front of me who start, got up to help these people. But uh, I think that guy, if, you know, if the cartel decides they don't want that guy in the picture, they'll come back because these are the kind of people you're dealing with. They don't want anybody talking to their merchandise. So yeah, yeah take a look. It's pretty, right, it's pretty well, stunning. Red cross blankets. Yep. New backpacks, new everything. They look really well set up. Let's play the clip. Cut two. So I'm on my American Airlines flight from McAllen, Texas to Dallas on my way back to Sarasota. And, uh, pretty much half full with illegals that have been picked up in a bus on the border by Customs and Border Protection, processed, given a $200 debit card and a free ticket to anywhere they want to go. So this plane is headed to Dallas from where I have no idea where they're going after that. I just had to give somebody directions to their seat at 27B. They don't speak English. Red Cross blankets. It's uh, 
Joe Biden's America. If you need assistance, Yeah, so this is the guy in front of me trying to help these people because he can see they don't know what they're doing and it's clogging the whole process of getting on the plane. Wow. Yeah, you'll know. I mean, just look at what they're wearing. And in a little bit, you'll see a guy come by in red sweatpants. And I believe we, we pause right there and you can see his hand. And you'll see the cartel, you know, hand stamp, the tramp stamp, whatever you want to call it, the, the uh, tattoo on his left hand, the top of his left hand, it'll come by. But the, and they have these kids. are people there. See the Red Cross blankets? Yeah, I see a Red Cross. Wow. And this lady has got a basket full or a bag full of Red Cross blankets. Wow. Yeah. So this guy decides to be a, a good Samaritan and help. And uh, I think in just a second, you'll see the cartel guy come by and uh, you'll see his hand in the lower right portion of the screen. Because we, I just, I didn't notice it when I was filming. It wasn't until after we were done filming. You'll see right there. See? Yeah. Yep. That's the uh, that's the handler for these. That's that one of the handlers on the plane for these people. So pretty amazing. It's right there in broad daylight, and I can tell you the TSA. They were. I mean, Joe has heard me talk about this. I've been for since April of this year. I've had major issues with the TSA. Why? Not because the TSA would tell me, it's because I went to the Capitol and I was filming outside that day, everything going on, lots of footage of them opening the doors from the inside to the out, right? Letting people in. And, you know, so anyhow, I've been now labeled a domestic terrorist because I was there that day doing nothing but filming. And um, now I have trouble tr uh, trouble flying. I got They actually make me spend two, an hour at the ticket counter identifying who I am. I have to go through a bunch of questions and answers with DHS every single time. It's like a joke. So, but these people don't have identities. They don't have anything and they can get on a plane and their cartel members and their human traffickers can travel with them. And Joe Biden is just completing the whole human trafficking loop right there for the world to see. It's extraordinary. Wow. Yep. And they, they go to wherever they go. They all get driver licenses and motor voter puts them onto the voter rolls and, you know, rinse and repeat. And this is how, exactly. this is how we, uh, country into a completely Marxist state. The Republic is gone. You don't have a voice anymore because of this. That's right. You have a, we, we have a, a interview with uh, General Flynn as well. I'd like to play that. Can you set that up, that up for us, Anne? Sure. Um, I'm trying to think uh, which one this is. Is this a long one, Max? Uh, it's about four minutes check. long. It's four minutes. Oh, okay. So he's talking about what you can do um, he's talking about what you can do because, you know, right now we, people don't know what to do. And I think, he, I think this is the clip where he's talking about just, you know, 50 feet outside your door, you can make an impact. And it's all about local action, making a national impact. So that's pretty much the clip. All right, let's go ahead and play it. What is it today? I mean, the numbers is, you know, if we talk about two and a half, if the federal numbers are right, and we're looking at, at least from their numbers, just two and a half, and we think it may be double that, so let's just let's just let's just stick with the federal numbers. Two and a half in the last year. It's the last year. So if we look at, you know, we, we take a couple of years where it, the numbers did go down quite a bit. But if you look at 20 years of illegals coming across here, and we don't really know what the numbers are. I mean, I, I'm guessing a bit, but we're probably looking at 
25, 35, maybe 40 million illegals in this country. I mean, now you know, the, the, the challenge is, is that what we're facing now is different because now what we're facing is it seems to me it's like an, it's intentional and uh because like we've heard you know they don't need more resources they don't need more people they need to have the the sort of the gloves taken off and be allowed to to uh <coughs> excuse me to basically do their job do the basics do them you know as as, as well as they've been trained these people are very well trained here these men and women that work Along this border are, are incredibly brave. We've, we've, you know, heard the story. I've, I've, heard, I've seen, read, heard, spoken to, you know, for decades about this. I mean, for decades, I've known this and seen this going on. But this is different. This time is different. This time we're looking at uh, a purposeful, uh, intentional allowance of of just an, a massive, massive invasion of the American soil all over this country, all 50 states are being affected. And I'll tell you, just as a, as a citizen, as a, as a person who, who uh, you know, understands a lot more about our security than I think most people do, um, you know, I, I look at the quote unquote leaders at, in states, governors, attorneys general, uh, senators, um, uh, uh, representatives, you know, people at, in the state houses, you know, where are they? Where are these champions? Where these people ought to be, you know, they ought to be jumping on the, on the steps of the White House. They ought to be jumping on the steps of, you know, here we are in, in Texas. So they ought to be up in Austin, Texas, jumping on the Capitol steps, saying, "Stop this! Get in! I mean, let's see some leadership. We need leadership. I mean, my God, these people, these men, these men and women that are here, uh, you know, they're having to, they're having to do things every day that are just, they're ungodly. They're, and my, I'm going to keep going back to this and, and whatever, whoever is, you know, listening to these audiences, this is purposeful. This is intentional. So what's different and why? The big question is why? And is it to, is it being done intentionally to destroy the country, to, to just ruin our country? I mean, is that why you're doing it? You know, I mean, White House, I mean, you know, I mean, president. Biden, are you doing it because you you want you want to intentionally destroy this country? Because that's what it's doing. That's what it's doing. You have every ability, and frankly, for Governor Abbott and all these all these uh, all these governors, if I was a governor of any state, if I was a governor of Oklahoma, if I was a governor of Montana, if I was the governor of Nebraska, I'd be screaming at these border states and saying, "Hey, what more can I do for you? Can I come and help you? Do you need resources? I'll, yeah. I'll bring I'll bring states' resources to come and help." Texas or New Mexico or Arizona or California, if you want it, we'll, we'll help you because it's affecting us. Every state in this country right now is having to change their behavior, their, particularly their law enforcement behaviors, because of the amount of, of illegals that are coming in and the massive, massive human trafficking problems, child sex trafficking problems. The story that I heard today, it not only made me sick to my stomach, but it, it was, it's real. It's real. It was a story of a woman just recently who, uh, who was coming into this country illegally and she was talking about her, the rape of her. And she was laying, had to lay on top of a couple of children to protect the children while she was raped. I mean, this is the sickness that we are facing with the, with the people that are coming into this country. I mean, this, that's, that's, that's the reality of what we're facing. So. 
So I mean, we, we it's there's I'm sure there's a lot of stories like that, but but uh, it, it's destroying our country. Yeah, that's that's real, and that's where we saw the people coming across on the rafts. And the border patrol guys were there to pick him up and welcome him to the country. And then, of course, the helicopters are flying around. It's just, it's a, it's a show of force for nothing. It's just, it's so depressing. But it's true. This is what's happening. This is Joe Biden's America. Well, it, it, it just gets to the place where we're constantly having, I mean, the question's being asked. And, you know, and you've known me to always ask the question, why? I always ask for the why. Because right. the why will tell us whether or not the intentions are good or bad. And if right. I can get to the bottom of the why, and I always ask the why. People are, people are like, well, I want to do this. And I'm like, I, why do you want to do that? Oh, because of this or because of this. And it leads me down a path where I can validate the why. And if I can validate the why, then I, I can typically figure out whether or not they're a good person or a bad person. Right? Or they're just dumb or maybe just misguided. I guess you could say those are two. But you can you can usually root it out, and the why here there is no there is no benefit. There is no public or private benefit to the country to the United States of America, other than evil. Because if you get to the why, right. if you get to the why, you can't come to any other conclusion. I've tried. I'm like, okay, so maybe every person that's in the country generates a certain amount of revenue, and the country is looking at revenue, and and they're they're no. working. That that doesn't no. work either. That model doesn't work. Because no. you're bringing in children that are becoming dependent on a system, already right. tapping, already tapping us. Like I, I work right. 12 hours a day, and I, and I don't even have a, a company anymore to run. I still work 12 hours a day. So they want 14 hours from me. They want 15 hours from me. 16 hours. I mean, what, what do they want from me? And what's the why? And the why here is very, very demonic. And we we would be That's hard right. pressed to see it for anything other than that. I can't see it for anything other than that. Neither can I, Joe. Neither can I. And to, to Joe's point is we, we haven't talked about the second and third order effects of this. It's not just the, the trafficking and moving this, these, uh, this massive humanity in here to, to you know, dis dissolve the, the culture and the fabric of the United States. But there's all of the other stuff that's coming in that we're not encountering. You only see right. what we encounter. Completely overwhelmed by what we encounter all the other stuff that's coming in in my 24 years i never apprehended any of the hard drugs cocaine fentanyl heroin any of that stuff that was always that always went through tunnels or deep concealment in vehicles through ports of entry there there it's coming it's coming over land now because they know they can pack it in and fentanyl seizures law enforcement uh throughout the united states if that's any gauge of how much law enforcement throughout the u.s has seized it's doubled so it's all coming in. It's all coming in through Mexico. All illegal drugs come through Mexico. Well, you get the ecstasy and some stuff comes from, from the north, from Canada. But all the illegal drugs, even meth, comes from Mexico. It's, it's manufactured. The fentanyl is also manufactured in Mexico. China provides all the uh, precursors, all the ingredients. They assemble it in, in Mexico, and it comes through with the, these, these uh, criminal armies that that guard it and uh and and escort it up to the border uh, we're 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 doing uh daddy daycare with uh with the families and the and the children at the at the border and escorting yeah. them into the country and all the harmful dangerous stuff just flows in completely unmolested that's right you're exactly well, we, right we are, out of time. we are unfortunately out of time 
but I want to thank both of you for, for stopping by. This is a problem that's not going to be fixed anytime soon, and it seems to be getting worse and worse, but it's important that everyone knows about what's happening. So I want to thank you, Anne, for going to the border and doing the heavy lifting, oh, getting we'll that interview with Michael Flynn and Todd Watkins for your ex expertise as a former Border Patrol agent. And thank you Love for your you service for 24 years. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you Todd, for your service, for your service hey, is right. And, and you have my thank unwavering you. support as the sheriff of and of uh, and in the primaries, you have FEC United's unwavering support because I, in the primaries, can do that. Um, for that is uh, the sheriff of El Paso County, Todd Watkins for sheriff.com. You can check him out. And Vandersteel, you can check out Steel Truth at steeltruth.com. She's amazing. She is a tireless fighter for truth. She stands up. And frankly, um, you know, and we've we've been in the middle of this fight and we've had some we've had some <laughs> mudslinging that's happened. I got in the middle of it last night, got really pissed off at at Patrick, and then this morning I came back and I was like, all right. I said I wasn't gonna do this and I did it. I don't agree with what he said, but whatever i'm just gonna just you but. know what we're all trying to we, we all have a lane we just got to yeah. drive like hell in the lane um and i believe our destination is the same place we may take a different car we may take a different route but we're going in the same place and uh that's just what it is sometimes families fight you know it, it is what it is but we just gotta you know move on we just have to move on yeah 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 well, well, thank you guys for, for stopping by this morning. Really do appreciate it. And have a great rest of your day and a great um, a great weekend. All right. God bless you Thanks, both. Max. Thanks, Joe. Todd, pleasure All to right. meet you. All right. Likewise. Thank you very much. And that was not my phone, Joe. My phone is silenced every time we go to air. So well, I don't know it, what that sound it, was. If I, if was, I venture to guess, it would be your phone. It was not my phone <laughs> at all. It was not my phone. And but it might I, have been one of the guests fun. Yeah, so uh, you know th this is a problem that is near and dear to my heart, and they've they've separated us by a lot of things. And I had a conversation with a wonderful young uh, young woman this morning um, at breakfast, and we were talking about this. And I said, you'd be, you'd be hard pressed not to walk around this entire restaurant, ask anyone if you just stay away from the politics of it. Say, what do you want? And they would all say the same thing: life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness just to have the ability to have an opportunity. And yet we've, we've made this about dog whistles. We've made it about making people victims and we've made it about not protecting the interests of the American people until it's too late. Millions of people coming across the border, the 30, 40 million people. It's not that we don't care about people, we do. We absolutely do. We just don't wanna put ourselves in a position going through all of this that we give up the very thing that we yeah. want by chasing a football team. And I think that's the most dangerous thing about what's happening in our country. Yeah. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to all the different audio links. All those are in the description, Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Uh, if you can, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. It will really help us climb up in those rankings. Um, we, we go live Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern, so tune in for that. And if you need a reminder, you can join our text alert system at, by texting the word FREEDOM to 89517, and you'll, get, and you'll get an alert telling you what we're talking about and then how, when, and where you can watch. That's it for this edition. My name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Oltman. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back the country isn't over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stamp and fight together.